We're continuing through our message series on Mark chapter 6. And so as we hear about how Jesus is the answer, I want to read to you a story about Jesus sending his disciples across the lake while he took some time to pray. And in a moment of fear, he came to his disciples. And then as they made their way all the way across the lake together, crowds of people brought themselves to Jesus. Immediately after this, Jesus made his disciples get back into the boat and head out across the lake to Bethsaida while he sent the people home. Afterward, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. During the night, the disciples were in their boat out in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. About three o'clock in the morning, he came to them, walking on the water. He started to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they screamed in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. It's all right, he said. I am here. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat, and the wind stopped. They were astonished at what they saw. They still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the multiplied loaves, for their hearts were hard and they did not believe. But when they arrived at Gennesaret on the other side of the lake, they anchored the boat and climbed out. The people standing there recognized him at once, and they ran throughout the whole area and began carrying sick people to him on mats. Wherever he went, in villages and cities and out on the farms, they laid the sick in the market plazas and streets. The sick begged him to let them at least touch the fringe of his robe, and all who touched it were healed." In that story, we hear about two kinds of responses to life in general, especially life connected to Jesus. And we'll get to those two responses to life in a second. But I first want to remember with you the progress that we've made, the progression we've taken to get from the beginning of Mark chapter 6, three weeks ago, to where we're at now. We started out reflecting on how Jesus is Lord how he is the authority and caretaker of our life, and how as Christians we need to recognize that we are prone to promoting ourselves to the place that God should hold in our lives. And when we let go of our own authority and we submit and we surrender to Jesus' instruction and care for our lives, he leads us into a place that gets us ready to be connected in relationship to God the Father. Because the second week we talked about how Jesus is the one the one that can provide that designed need we each have for a relationship with our creator, a relationship with God. And when we have that relationship with God, what flows out of that in our life is meaning, value, purpose, direction, and beauty. And all of those things are the ways in which we live out compassion for the world around us. And so last week we talked about how Jesus is compassion. He gives us the example and leads us in a way of life oriented towards the world around us, no longer concerned with our own selfish desires or needs, but totally consumed with providing for the needs and care of others. Which gets us to our point today. Jesus is the answer. You see, the disciples, like so many of us who have made our way through life, maybe growing up in the church or having been a part of a faith community for a number of years, uh, we're used to churchy language. We're used to Christian living. We're used to kind of that, that sense of Christianity sort of permeating all of our lives. But then when we go and face life's challenges, sometimes it feels like we're on our own. Because the, the, the trouble with everything becoming so familiar to us is we start to lose its significance in our lives. We start to think about it a little less and we take it a little bit more for granted. And then when we face those difficult situations in life, for the disciples, it was a literal difficult situation, a storm on the sea. 
They were worried and they were terrified. And then when Jesus made his way across the lake, they didn't recognize him as their teacher, as their Lord, as the one that connected them to the Father. And so they didn't recognize the compassion that he led them to live with until he made his way directly to the boat. And he stepped into the boat and he said, don't be afraid, I'm right here with you. And so in the disciples' response to the storms of life, they were afraid. But Jesus walked out to them and said, have courage. Don't be afraid. I am with you. It's interesting. We, we hear a little bit further on in the story that as Jesus and the disciples stepped from the boat and began doing ministry, sharing the gospel, sharing God's love with the world around them, that immediate local world, the, the villages and the farms and the, the city plazas, people who had heard about Jesus' message, remember he had just got done feeding between ten and 15,000 people. So his reputation was spreading. And so when the people heard that he had gotten to the other side of the lake that morning, that next morning, they began to bring people to him. I like to think of that response as faith. They would come to Jesus in faith, hoping that even just by touching his robe, they would be healed of their diseases. They would be cleansed of their illnesses. And so you see in that short story how so often we are given two choices to respond to the the circumstances we face in life faith and fear. And the reality is this isn't something that we transition out of permanently in life. No matter where you're at on your Christian journey, whether it's something that's been there from the beginning or something that you just picked up a few weeks ago when you came across the right video online, you are always going to find yourself in the tension of fear and faith. When you encounter a difficult situation, when you encounter maybe a death of a loved one or a change in circumstances or stress in a relationship, We're very afraid of what that change could mean. We're afraid of the way that we act causing something to happen that we don't want to see. We're afraid that things aren't going to be the way that they're supposed to be. And so we worry and we try to find a way to get things done ourselves. Even if we know Jesus, even if we have a relationship with God the Father, even if we're seeking to serve others in everything that we do, sometimes fear just overwhelms us. We're imperfect and we're broken. But the truth is, even in our brokenness, even in our imperfection, before before any of us could even say with confidence that we believed in Jesus, God looked at us in love. And he said, that's not the way it's supposed to be. I want to show my love to these people that I've created, that I've created to bring me glory, that I've created to live lives of fullness and love for me and for one another. And so he sent Jesus into the world to share that message of hope and joy with the world. And at the time when Jesus was walking on earth 2,000 years ago, the message was not ready to be received. The people that he had prepared to bring the Messiah into the world with, the Jewish nation, he sent Jesus to them first and said, I'm the Messiah. I'm the one you've been waiting for. And they weren't ready to hear it. And so eventually they put Jesus to death. But in that moment of death, When his blood was poured out on the cross, though to the world it looked like Jesus had lost, through that sacrifice of his life, he created the possibility that you and I would be forgiven because he paid the ultimate price. Jesus' blood, being a perfect man and the Son of God, has the ability to cover all of our sins, all of our brokenness, all of our imperfection. And so when we face the circumstances of life in fear, in brokenness, in our imperfection, in our insufficiency, 
Even there, Jesus' blood covers us. His forgiveness counts for us. And even there, when we're struggling in fear, we know that we are forgiven if we trust in his message that as the Son of God, he can bring us into a right relationship with God the Father and because of that relationship, transform our lives to be living for others rather than ourselves. And that's trans- that transformational moment, that transformational power of Jesus' blood is what creates in us the ability to eventually face our situations in life with faith rather than fear. Like I said, that's not a a transition piece that all of a sudden you're going to stop having fear and only have faith. No, these things go hand in hand as human beings who are trying to trust in God's promises. Faith is what allows us to recognize those challenges that are coming our way, to recognize our own brokenness or the potential for fracture and damage to take place in our relationships or for overwhelming circumstances to change our way of life. It's what helps us to see the things that break our heart out in nature or out around the world, politically or medically, or natural disasters that overwhelm different places. We look in those dangerous and and stressful situations. And rather than being totally overwhelmed with fear, we can say, you know what? In faith, God is telling me to act in this way toward that situation, to speak in love to that particular stressed relationship, to pray for those people that are experiencing troubles that I can't imagine. Faith leads us to pursue Jesus as the answer. And when we are facing those situations in fear, Jesus steps to us. You see, no matter what you're facing in life, whether you are overwhelmed by fear or confident in your faith, Jesus is the answer for both of those situations because Jesus is ultimately the answer for everything we face in life. Whether it be spiritual confusion or physical needs or relationship stress, Jesus is the answer because we can go to him when we are afraid and we step toward him in faith. And he leads us in a life that continues to transform and shape us into the people of God. We are his children. We are his family. And so I hope these four weeks in Mark chapter 6, understanding who Jesus is, has brought you to a place where you can say, no matter faith or fear, I know Jesus is the answer because he is my Lord, the one who connects me to God the Father, and the one who leads me to live a life of compassion. All this we say in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen.